Hey y'all, welcome back to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. I'm your host, Heather McFadden, and this is the place where I get to walk alongside you and connect you with people and resources so you know that you don't mom alone. And in this episode number 444, our last episode of 2023, I get to interview DMA listener and amazing entrepreneur, Laurel Denise. When I wrote those things down in either my future list or my follow-up list or my send this email list or my just general to-do list, when I wrote that down, I really felt like, okay, that little thing has a place to live. It has a home. And now I can I can let it go until I have time to really evaluate that list, you know? Mm. And it just, for whatever reason, that really helped my panic. Laurel, or as her friends and now us call her, Lolly is coming on the show to help us organize our mental load. All of the things that we carry around that nobody sees as moms, as women, as employees, as business owners, and (laughs) add on to it the holidays, which if you're listening to this in December, we are going to cover some ways to deal with the overwhelm this holiday season. I also wanted Lolly to share her journey of occupying her God-given space. I love how she embraced the boundary lines of motherhood, how she leaned into a certain time, a season, the COVID season, and how that pivoted her business completely. And she trusted God for the outcome and how she is just thriving in her God-given space. I love watching her from afar and the joy she has just helping people organize these, their mental loads. And she does it so beautifully. And if you are neurodivergent, Uh, I think you're going to relate. I love having guests on who this doesn't necessarily come naturally, that they had to figure out a way to do it. And so they can help hold her hand and do it as well. So as you reflect on 2023, as you look forward to 2024, my my hope is that you will connect with God. You will ask him what boundary lines he's putting in place for you and what your space is to occupy. It may be similar to the one you've been in and you just need to embrace it or fill it. He may be calling you to a new space. And so as we close out this year on the Don't Mom Alone podcast, I wanted to leave you with these words and thoughts. And so let's get right to it. Here we go. Lolly, welcome to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you're saying my name with your actual voice. Uh, This makes me so excited. uh, You're so sweet. (laughs) Y'all, best handwriting in the world belongs to... The official Laurel Denise, but we're going to call her Lolly today. Um, Thanks for joining me and talking about all things, time management and balance. And I just feel like as moms, women, and this is a really new topic of just the mental load that women carry. That's a new. Yeah. yeah. I heard that little, those, that plug word and I was like, that's it. That is the that's the phrase I've been looking for for a decade, mm-hmm. and and because it, it's yeah. it's very invisible, obvious it's in your brain, but like it's very invisible and also very hard to if you have any sort of like AD whatever or any sort of neurodiversity, it's hard to even vocalize it. Yeah, L- list out all the things. Yeah, the mental load yeah. of the things. Yeah, I was trying to explain it to a child who was complaining about dinner being a crock pot meal. And so I I laid out (laughs) from start to finish the meal planning 
process, just the mental process of meal planning and looking at my calendar and looking at what nights we had sports and when, how long I would be home and what recipes would fit um, six different preferences and also fit in my time constraints and just trying to give like perspective on all that I'm holding in my mind when I'm deciding that we're going to have that meal. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Good for you. Well, I don't know if it struck a chord or anything, but it was even helpful for me to say out loud because I was like, yeah, I did do that. And that was a lot. I did do this. Like, I'm not going to feel guilty that somebody doesn't like this meal. Yeah. Because that was wonderful what I did. <laughs> it was wonderful yeah. what I did. But it as wonderful. As moms, and this is coming out right in the midst of the holiday season of just not only doing our normal heavy mental load, but then also making things magical and And there's just much so much more background noise this this season. There's a lot of shoulds. So much. Yes. That you should yeah. have this memory or you should have this or you should keep this tradition or you Anyway, so we've got a lot going on right now, but I would love – like it may be too late to equip her for the holidays. I don't know if you've got any kind of Who knows? help for that. You know, just you're not alone. <laughs> you're not alone. I, I didn't – But there is. Yeah. I think there's immediate stuff you can do and just nuggets, reminders you can kind of keep in your mind. What do you have? Tell me. While you're surviving. Yeah. What do you got for you know, right it's now? it's just like yeah. in the holiday season – I think the biggest thing I kind of think about all the time, and I'm sure it's been said before on this podcast, is that you have a choice what your should is, like what your family is going to do. You have a choice. And there's no one watching you and being like, oh, I saw those dino nuggets again. Yeah. Mm, I saw that you f- you fed your kid that again. Or like, oh, I, I really, I saw that your family devos are not happening and you didn't do the chain link paper chain the thing Jesse tree that has for a all the days scripture on yeah. you didn't do all the things yeah. I I mean I saw you and it's just like God God doesn't care about that like that's just a keeping up thing and I in all seasons of my life I had to learn this early on when I became a mom to cut out like eighty percent of the things that other people are doing and just to realize like they just need me to love them. Like they don't need that, all that stuff. Like even if we don't do cookies, like this year we didn't do a um a little a pumpkin. Like I forgot, like just decorate a like cut a pumpkin. Like we yeah, didn't yeah, do yeah. it. We didn't cut one. Yeah. I didn't even have one on my porch. Yeah. We didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. We didn't do anything. And my daughter, uh, youngest, who's seven, this month was like, "Hey, mommy, we never we never did a pumpkin this year. Like why didn't we do that?" And I was like, "You know, baby, I ran out of time." And she was like, "Yeah." It was, that was it. The end. I didn't ruin her Halloween. It, the end. <laughs> and it just was like it's such a, a reminder of the freedom mm-hmm. that really we actually do have. Like they don't care. Yeah. I think it's good to maybe even when this comes out, reevaluate as you're heading into the last couple weeks of the holiday season. Yeah. Ask your kids what. What do you want to do? What do you remember us doing that you really loved? Yeah. And what was special? let's do that. Um because yeah. I was at this event we were speaking in and uh, my friend Courtney DeFeo, she was like – she did the the Covey example of like there's a container and if you put the small rocks in first, the big ones don't fit. So you put the big ones in first. And so she gave the analogy to the holidays. And I'm like, you know, your whole God-given space, that's what I was talking about this year. What are your three main things in your space that matter to your family? And maybe it's three different activities that you decide to lean into. Maybe it's just three different 
feelings. Like you said, like I want to be loving. And in order to be loving, I can't do all these little teeny things because it, I don't have capacity to (laughs) be patient and loving and do all these little things. And that's, if that's one of your big rocks, then all the little rock, you know, you're going to have to put yeah, that in first. All those little rocks have yeah. to go. Or, or you just yeah. are like, let's make sure when I look at my calendar, since we're going to talk about calendars, like, look at the calendar. Where can I fit these big rocks in first? Yes. Do the big rocks first and then maybe the small rock. And keep, you know what? You don't need to necessarily throw out those small rocks. You know, if you are but they a can fill maker, in. if yeah. you are, yeah. they're just there. Yeah. And you're like, wow, when we find ourselves with the Saturday afternoon, we're all feeling good. We all have energy. We're going to pick a small rock. Yeah. We're going to go ice skating. I don't know. Do people do that? They probably do that where you are. I believe so. You're in Virginia? I'm in Virginia. But we like fake it. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Like it's not super cold enough here. Oh, really? I think anybody in the Northeast would be like. Southern Virginia. No. We're right smack dab in the middle. Oh. Virginia, in Virginia, my brain is like cold. It's not. It is actually. It's pretty cold. But like, I got by with like a little wool sweater today. Okay. Walking in. I mean, I know we're talking about and the I think weather. When here. I lived in New York City, that'd be terrible. That would be like, oh no. So you, don't, it's not cold enough to like have a pond freeze over and go out with the kids and have your no. Okay. Mm-mm. This is not Minnesota. No. Yeah, we can't Minnesota. do that. No. Okay. Minnesota. Yeah. So like you pick <laughs> your thing and maybe you have an ongoing list. But I mean, I have four boys and it's like if they each had a favorite thing, that's four things. Oh, yeah. Right? And it may not be it's activities. Like I just want to be home and watch movies. Great. Let's just make space and time to watch movies. Or I want to make, you know, whatever their thing is. Yeah. I think that's really wise to not – feel the pressure to do just because you saw a mom on Instagram do it. Yeah, absolutely. And that is sort of like a daily thing I remind myself of Mm. in general. Mm. You know, like Pinterest is not watching me. (laughs) Like (laughs) it's not not checking in to see. Omnipresent. Like it's not not like, oh, who am I? Yeah. So a little Marie Kondo does this bring me joy and – if it doesn't, and does it really bring my my kids joy? I know you've talked about the um, pumpkin patch picture, yeah, the photograph, yeah, a lot, and I loved that. I was laughing out loud on that sidetracked episode because we've all done that, and I think I did that one time, and then decided I am never doing that again, mm-hmm. ever, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. And it's you're great. better than me. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I I'm not doing it. Yeah, you just like <laughs> count yourself out. And and that, so we give people that freedom right now if you're listening in December to, to have that freedom. And I really think like in order to steward our space as well, if we're going to talk about our God-given spaces, one of those boundary lines of our space is time. And we are all limited human beings with 24 hours. We should get some sleep if we can, if you don't have newborns, which if you do, that's the season you're in. Your time is limited even more. And you do not need to do all things. I give you permission. Yes, you may have to go back to work in six weeks and I'm sad with you because that's not how the rest of the world works. But and maybe you're looking forward to it. I don't even know what kind of mom you are. You oh, may yeah, be like, totally. yeah, six yeah. weeks, I'm ready to get absolutely on with where I was before this baby came. But all that to say, making space, I'm going to encourage the mom listening, make space at some point, whether you wake up early or whether it's after the kids are in bed or maybe it's on a weekend, 30 minutes, I'm going to ask you to sit with God, if you haven't done this in a while, 
listen, pray and listen. Pray like, hey, God, I invite you to remind me of my time limitations and what is important for me, not for Lolly, not for Heather, for you who are praying for me in this season and bring that to mind. Who did you make me to be? How do you want me to steward my time? And if you want to get into 2024 planning, Lord, show me what is coming up. So for me personally, I have a senior and I have already decided, like I'm said no to all speaking things April and May because I just know it's going to be a real busy season. And then in the fall, I'm going to be launching and I might need to give myself some space and grace and margin. So I'm seeing that for me personally. So sit with God. Like we don't do that enough. Invite him into the time management process. Oh, yes. Constantly. Like I, you know, I've said I'm a list maker. Right. I'm a, that is, I I live and die by my list. It's, they are wonderful. And I constantly pray, Lord, is this what you even want me to have on my list? Oh, interesting. Like asking. That's a good question. Before I'm doing it. like, Or when I'm reviewing my list, are these things still valuable? Can I let them go? Mm. And like, you know, you you really do hear it. Even if you're including that in your prayer time, but you're reading like Revelation or you're, you know what I mean? Like you're not just spending the time in that you hear, you know, just in his word, even if it's not like specific to, and it, it just gives you such a um, lifeline to hear back of what do you want on my, on my day? What do you want on my list? Even is this still in line with what you have for me in this season? I love connecting you with great resources. And I think this is so cool. It's a great way to save the memories to not only photograph your kids, but have pictures to look at in your home and a way to store them. And and a really simple way, if you're a scrapbooker, this feels like an easy option. It's called Persnickety Box. And it was inspired by Tinder, actually, because it's the most simple way to get photos off your device without having to painfully upload them one at a time. You simply swipe 30 of your favorite photos when you're in the app. And then they'll send you in an eco-friendly little keepsake story box, four by four inch Fuji quality prints. So easy. And I appreciate it. I ordered a box with pictures from our Maui trip and I can write on the side of the box, you know, that it was Maui 2023. You could do it by kid. You could do it by month. You can even, so you can get a new box that opens up every month. You pay $19 and 99 cents a month and you can pause and cancel anytime. You can get 50% off your first box with the code DMA. Now, you could also gift or ship a box to your grandma. Uh, you can add a photo album or a frame to your order. So then you just slip those little four by four inch pictures into the photo album, the frame, and you have your memories you can flip through from your coffee table or wherever. You got to go to Persnickety Box in your app store, use the code DMA, and you're going to get 50% off your first box. You can even gift to a family member a year of photos this holiday season with Persnickety Box Ultimate Photo Box, which includes a one-year subscription, an acrylic frame, a photo album to put those pictures in, all for $199. Just go to persnicketybox.com for more information. And you did a big pivot. Like, how did you even hear God? Because you were making jewelry, right? 
Yeah. And then you make this big pivot. A lot of years. To being up front since 2005. What? I was doing it. Yeah. Since like before the internet feels like, I mean, certainly before like Facebook and anything like that. Blogs were just start like they were just starting. You just did like pop-up markets. Were those even a thing? (laughs) Yes. I did pop-up markets and um, trade shows. Trade shows were a super big thing. So you sold into in stores. That was like, that was the big Thing. You just like sold to boutiques and stuff. There was much less like one-on-one connection with customers, which is why I really love this part of it. I love this version of small business and product ownership because you can connect with your customers mm. and hear from that. Mm. Um, so what made I've you been like, yes, yeah. what made you yeah. just like talk That's us a, through yeah, it was my customers. Yeah. Okay. It was funny. Cause, um, so my best friend and I had launched this planner in 2008 and then I started my family like while I was doing the jewelry and then I started my family and I sort of had to just go, you know, there was like a fork in the road. Well, and well I this is it. Jewelry. You only yeah. have limited time. So I it's like, can time. I do a planner? Can I and do jewelry? I and I have to say to myself, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I have planners and I have jewelry and it was really hard to connect with people over planners because it was, the internet was still shaky and it was like, there was lack of time for all of that. And I didn't understand like Instagram wasn't what it is now. It was like a photo filter app in 2012 or whatever when I pivoted. And so I just picked the jewelry because it was already set up. It was a machine. I knew kind of how to do it. And then I did that for a long time. Uh, And in 2020, was sitting in my house. We had a family we were hosting from New York City. All my kids were at home because quarantine. Uh, I was losing it. We were having our busiest jewelry season ever because it was right before uh, Mother's Day. It was crazy. And I was like, I could really use my planner again. And then I launched it and it sold out right away. Then I launched it the next year. It sold out again right away. And what I did was listened. A pillar of my business has always been listen to your customers. What are your customers telling you that they want? And my customers were very clearly telling me that they wanted a planner. Like very, very clearly. And I feel like the Lord really was telling me in my capacity uh, brain capacity in my days, capacity in my sort of mental load, like we talked about. What I really had um, time for was one thing, mm. um, and that was the planners. Like I just sort of picked the other road again. And you just and got rid of so all beautiful. your jewelry. I just stopped. And what's beautiful? You said it. You think that's really beautiful? I think it's beautiful. I think a lot of people, if they're trying to run a godly small business, I've seen a lot of people get stuck on what am I going to do? Like this, like panic and this urgency. And I think what my story says is that you can pick one and then you can pick the other one without apologizing and just do it. And it just feels right Mm. because it was the right time. And it was like the right thing that I was supposed to be doing in that time. Mm -hmm. I I hope that's like making sense, you know? Well, it it goes off of that, like, he assigned you to one space and then it's like and and it's and then he assigned me to another if you space. just occupy the space which is what i'm real passionate about you trust god outside that space i think where the fear or the hustle in small business is oh my gosh if i pivot or if i move to a different space i'm gonna lose everything it's gonna fail i'm gonna lose everything as if and it was I, all you on really you yeah as if it was right? all on as you. if it's all yeah. on you yeah. yes as if it's all on you and your success Mm-hmm. And your customers. I mean, I went from this like organic greens and browns and leathers color palette to literally neon pink. 
you can look in my Instagram feed. And I'm like, I don't know. I just did it. Yeah. People are like, how did you do a whole rollout? Mm-hmm. Did you have Brand, a marketing strategy? Re-brand. I'm like, absolutely. I did not. No. I did not. Nobody all. cares. You know. Nobody no cares. cares. Yeah, they really super don't. We get caught up in a lot of things like that. And I think it's honorable to be like, Lord, what am I to do? What am I supposed to do right now? But I think part of that is listening when he says to stop doing one thing, even if it's scary, even if it means, I mean, I had to let a staff of 10 go, Mm. like, because that pivot meant, and that was the worst, hardest thing, hands down to this day. And probably in 20 years that I will ever have to do in business. Yeah. Is that. Yeah. Because you're just, oh my gosh, those are other people's lives. But then also trusting that that is not the end of their story and you are not responsible oh my gosh, for their so spaces. Happy. They are all so happy. Yeah. Yes. Like that it actually might free them up to enter their next assigned space. Like we sometimes 100%. like hold on. Like I was talking to a bunch of moms about signing up for all the things because they think nobody else will and it's all on them. Right. I don't feel that personal responsibility, but I know there are moms that they're like, well, I'll just, I'll leave it blank for a minute and see if anybody signs up. Nobody signs up. Nobody signs up. And so they take it on themselves. And I'm like, that's because you've told the people, you've branded yourself that you're the one who's going to do it. <laughs> and you just have to, and, and honestly, honest moms, honest moms, I was thinking about it. If we let no one sign up for it, maybe we weren't supposed to have it. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. I had that moment with myself about Christmas decorations last year at the school. And I thought, I should sign up for this. I'm really creative. I am so good at these spaces. Like, I just am. I know. I can do it quickly. I can snap and I do it. I have all the stuff in my basement. And I was just like, if I can't and if nobody can, I really think the school is going to be really cheerful. Even if it's, even if there's no, you know, garland in the hallway. Yeah. I think it's going to be okay. Yeah. Because the teachers are amazing and it's going to be okay. Yeah. That we create the crazy that we're trying to continue to fulfill. It's like, if, I mean, and we are the beauty bringers and we are the order. I think that women, and I'm, I am a big proponent of, yes, there's different versions of women and there's different versions of men. And let's, yes, a hundred percent. But I also think that I have seen women bring a lot of order and beauty to spaces. I've seen men do it too. But like, that's great. And if you're overloaded, moms, and we're talking about time management, let's evaluate, are you doing it because of a should or because of a leading and an assigning and a conversation you're having with God? Like you said, take your to-do list. God, should this be on here? But here's another thing, Heather, and here's like what I – I feel like is my story and even my products that I sell, like these planners now, my frustration in a time of life. And like, I want to say this because maybe somebody here is like this is like, yeah, I do have a lot of things going on and I would like to do all of them. Mm. Like I would sort of get like this little, like, don't tell me to take things off my plate because I'm looking at this list and I really can't take these things off my plate. Maybe I could like simplify, you know, dinner is not going to be this four course, beautiful thing. We're going to get by with the nuggets. We're going to get by with the pasta. It's going to be fine. It doesn't have to be fancy. I can sort of like level down some things, but a lot of these things are on my list. So tell me what to do when I have a lot of these things on my list. That you want to do. I really don't want to drop. Because for me, I had two small kids at home 
I really wanted to be home with them. I really felt like I know I knew that that was going to be a huge challenge for me. I never had. We always joked when I was little. My mom was like, will you even have kids? <laughs> like you don't like I didn't interact with kids. I never babysat. It was never I was always like in driven. Like I'm going to do these things. This is my peace time. This is my go get these things done time. I'm, I'm an Enneagram three. Mm. Like I always, you know, it was a big surprise. So I was never like dreaming of being at home with small children wasn't an image I had of myself. And I think a lot of like godly women have a hard time with that. Like we are Christian and that's not really the picture of a Christian woman is like, I I never had that dream. It's like hard to be that woman. That's like, Oh, I love that for you. That's so fun. But I knew it was a good thing to, I knew with my kids that I needed to, I knew that it was, it was going to be the right things for the kids that God gave me. And so I was like, I got, I'm going to do this. But I still did not want to give up my business. I loved my business. I started it before I had kids. I was so driven with it. I had this dream in my heart. And I really still continued to feel like the God-given yeah. push for it. Yeah. It really felt like I'm not supposed to lose it. So what am I supposed to do when I have all these things and I don't really want to take this stuff off? And I just think I really love systems and like if you are that girl or that mom and are that woman and you want to have all these things going on you just have to have a system you can't really you need to have a team talk with yourself that you can't really have the sticky notes in a trillion different places <laughs> you, you <laughs> heather i saw yours i know i know you have to like, be like i'm gonna do it this way these are the spreadsheets if you're doing it digitally this is my system on my on my digital calendar. These are my Google spreadsheets that I'm going to do and I can access on my phone and on my desktop. This is my planner that is literally going to go in my diaper bag. It's everywhere with me. You know what I mean? Like it's my it's my buddy. It's like another kid. This is going with me. And I think you just if you organize all those swirling things, it's possible. Like I do think it is possible. So you're saying that it wasn't like you needed to take things off your list. You just needed to steward them better. Okay, it's time to get personal, but you know that I love you and I want to share with you things that are helping me. And one thing in this season particularly of having 14 boys, this is maybe TMI, but when I'm home, uh, I want to be comfortable. And I don't have the ability to just like take off the old brassiere, okay? Do you get what I'm saying? I've got boys around all the time. So when I want to be comfortable and supported, I love to grab my Honey Love crossover bra. One, there are no underwires. There's no poking. Two, the fabric is really comfortable. It's like easy to put on versus my sports bras but also supportive. That makes sense. Like sometimes I don't want to deal with the hassle of a sports bra, but I want the coverage. And so I love grabbing that crossover bra. Now, when I am leaving the house and these days with the holidays, I have to admit there are lots of parties coming my way, which I'm not trying to brag. (laughs) Cynthia would call me out and say I'm bragging. I'm not trying to brag, but if I am going to be wearing uh, a more fitted dress, I love grabbing Honey Love's best-selling superpower short. It is so perfect. 
in that their shapewear has targeted compression technology. So it knows what areas I want support and what areas I need less compression. They have this signature X on their shapewear that targets and sculpts the midsection without squeezing your natural curves. And it doesn't roll down and it's easy to take on and off. I am such a fan of Honey Love. I'm so glad that we got to partner with them. So maybe you don't put effort into these things. I want you to have permission right now to give yourself the gift of comfort this holiday season. Fill your own stocking, okay? And whether you're going to a holiday party or you're staying home, get yourself the best bras and shapewear on the market. And I have a code for you. Save up to 20% off site-wide if you go to honeylove.com forward slash DMA this month only. After you purchase, they're going to ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please tell them you heard about them here. That's how they track. So please support our show. Tell them we sent you there. Go to honeylove.com forward slash DMA. Get that 20% off. It is time to ditch the underwire for good. Thanks to Honey Love. Y'all know I love a good meal plan kit. And I'm so excited because Green Chef is now a partner with the show and they are owned by HelloFresh. So we have a wider variety and array of meal plans to choose from and there's something for everyone. I love switching between the brands and now you as a listener can enjoy both brands at a discount with me. Now what makes Green Chef unique What I think is cool is that Green Chef takes the work out of eating clean this holiday season or if you have some goals for 2024 that you want to start targeting, they include so many different versions of meals. Of course, quick and easy. Protein packed, some of their meals have 30 plus grams of protein on an average serving. They also have Calorie Smart where their meals have under 650 calories, Mediterranean, which I am such a huge fan of. I feel like my body was made for Mediterranean food. Keto, gluten-free, plant-based. They will even have you meet with their one of their registered dietitians, free, probably over something digital, I'm guessing, who walks you through how to make clean eating work for you, which I think is really, really cool. Some of their clean, delicious options this December are things like buttery lemon garlic shrimp, Harissa apricot chicken, yum. Maple butternut squash risotto, yes please. Sriracha tamari beef bowls, amen, yes. With Green Chef 2, you are reducing your food waste by up to 23% versus grocery shopping. And of course, they deliver everything you need to eat clean. They help make it easier. And I love with these meal kits that I can invite my boys in to be part of the process of cooking. And my pediatrician told me that the more they're involved in helping me cook, the more likely they are to eat the food. And so having a meal kit makes that so much easier. So go to greenchef.com slash 60, the number 60 DMA. Use that code 60 DMA to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. So that's greenchef.com slash 60DMA. Use the code 60DMA to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. I needed to steward them better. Yep. And I needed to have them and I knew I needed to have a team talk with myself. What is the way that I can steward all these things better? so they don't overwhelm me. How can I organize these tasks? These thoughts, I think there's a lot of 
your time is not your own when you have small kids right. or even, I mean, my time is not my own and they're, <laughs> so it's, they're older, you're you know? Like Uber, yeah. Uber. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my time is not my own. And so I, I just had to figure out a way. And my way was keeping a series of my day was not really structured. I knew that I was at the mercy of whatever mood and nap and whatever it was of my kid, but I had a running list and I had that list in that planner that I used in my kitchen, in my central place. I would take it up to the playroom if we were going to be in playroom. And when I wrote those things down in either my future list or my follow-up list or my send this email list or my just general to-do list, when I wrote that down, I really felt like, okay, that little thing has a place to live. It has a home. And now I can, I can let it go until I have time to really evaluate that list, you know? Mm. And it just, for whatever reason, that really helped my panic. I'm an anxious person. I can get overwhelmed really quickly. And I'm like neuro crazy, like neurodiverse, <laughs> spicy, whatever they call all it. All the different words I'm people like use. Neuro- yes, neurodivergent. I'm all the little yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm all of that. So it brought order to your chaotic it brought thoughts. Order I like, to the thing, and I gave all yeah. those, all that chaos, a home. Yeah, and, and so it's it part of that mental urgency. load we were talking about. Of like, it feels like there's so much more sometimes, and then when you put it down, you're like, okay, this is a little more manageable because I can see it. Versus like this being this like I don't need to like oh my gosh I'm gonna forget it I'm gonna forget it are you like that mm-hmm. like I will forget 100%. and then I panic I'm gonna forget so if I have my one central location it can be a sticky note per day whatever you want it to be when you have your one location and you just jot it down in that or a notes app on your phone it's wonderful but I tend to not I I don't love to use my phone for it. Just because like then my kid sees me on it all mm-hmm. the time and it's mm-hmm. that was hard. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like tricky. They There's now you've got mom and, guilt for the phone. And exactly. And I just like no. I was like, I'm just gonna write this down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna write this down. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. That urgency created a lot of, I feel like, stress and anxiety for me, uh, when I couldn't be doing the things. Yeah. Because I really needed to be parenting or like bringing somebody down from a complete meltdown. Well, and when we manage this time, like you're saying, like steward it, have the Mm -hmm. actual things written down. Mm -hmm. I personally think it makes us more available to the spirit's prompting when it comes to being available for a friend because your brain isn't full of, well, I can't. Like I'm busy and I can't. Because these things are urgent. These are urgent. You can be like, you know what? I do have space for that because I've looked at what I have and I looked at what needs to be done. Or I think I told you when I had four young kids and I God was assigning me this agent, literary agent, to write a book proposal and I'm like starting it and realizing, oh, this is hard and okay, well, maybe it's not the main thing. Maybe it's the enemy trying to distract me from the main thing, which is my kids and I'm getting derailed from my primary ministry, which is the kids. And then I was like, hold, hold, hold the phone. I do look at the Facebook every night for an hour when I have young kids. And like you and I said, like, I'm not villainizing if you want to look at Facebook for an hour, but I had to evaluate. There are days you have to. Yes. I had to evaluate. I am spending time doing some things that are not bringing joy, that are not stewarding my time well. And I'm saying no to this God-given assignment 
thinking I don't have space for it when if I really looked at it and, and took the extra step of writing down all the things and managing my time a little better, like I'm just saying I did have time and space. And it wasn't for that season. It was 10 years later that I wrote the book. But well, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also think if it is in that season, right? Like if that really, you really were like, really felt like, no, 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 it actually is this season. I think that we're, you know, we're talking about like sort of stewarding your priorities well, stewarding your time well. I picked in that season my like top four. Like these were going to be the things I did. I did faith, family, fitness, because I really, I'm a fitness girl. I love it. I just think it's so fun. And then work. So I know I'm a weirdo. That's I'm, not I'm weirdo. Just, I love That's it. just own your brand. Okay. That's you. Yeah. I just, I love it. I love it so much. So I would, I picked those and I didn't watch any movies. I don't think I watched movies for a decade. I really didn't. I just didn't. I was very purposeful. If I was on Instagram scrolling, I was doing it for the purpose of business inspiration ideas. Like, okay, somebody else has done the research for me. Let me, okay, I could format this sound to be this. Done. I'm off. I have 30 minutes to get the thing. That's done. You you really, I think if you are going to be a small business owner or you have this dream, this side hustle, this full-time hustle that can only be a side hustle because you're at home with your kids, you you really, you kind of do really need to, to do away and have really self-discipline to be like, I can't, I can't do that thing. I can't do those extras everybody talks about. I listen to very few podcasts, Heather. I listened to you while I um, packed orders that I would, I would do it while I packed orders. And I was like, these are my top three podcasts. That's the only extra noise I can handle in my life right now. And just being really, really honest with yourself and telling yourself you're not missing out. You're going to be okay. Where do you put friends in all that? Like you you didn't mention friends in the four. Yeah, I know. I have I have a few. So I've always been a person that has just a few close friends. And that's what I do. And I have my church community that I meet with. So those Part are already faith. in the yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. We have community group. We go on Sundays. We go to the like the things. I hang out there while my older one goes to her like formations classes and stuff. So since I'm there, I'm going to be like communicating and talking. And I got to tell you, the reminders on my planner that then I just text somebody and I check in, I write down, hey, this might be a hard day for Cam. Aaron has this interview today. This has, and I check in. And okay. that might seem no, that's great. really cold no. to some people. Like that no, might that's seem really, really good. yeah, but it, it helps me remember it. Because I can get so focused in on those four things that I like forget a lot of the other stuff. Yeah, like um, a human being. And then I work with a lot of my friends. <laughs> like I work with two of my closest friends. That's awesome. So we talk all the time when we're working. That area of my life doesn't feel lacking for sure. Um, it's sort of worked into a lot of those other parts. And just using the time I'm in places to be like, okay, I'm here. Let's ha- Let's talk. And yeah, sticky note, check in. Just the magic of a text, right? As somebody can feel loved, like give them a call on your way to work or your way to drop off kids or to Target. I would do that a lot. Yeah. 
Well, and I feel like we've helped a mom recognize you need to know your priorities. You need to get all of your stuff out of your brain on paper in your list so that you can actually see what you're working with and get that mental load down. Um, And then also, I think being a steward is being in constant relationship with God. And I loved how you said asking God, is this your to do? Or am I creating this to do? Um, What other encouragement would you have for the mom who's in a season of small business and wanting to manage her time? Um, ask for help. Mm. So I. So you're not a super. You're well. not a bad mom if you ask for help. Oh my goodness! Turns out now. Yeah. <laughs> it's very crazy. Yeah. Turns out it's wonderful, and a lot of the people in your life want to help you. If I, my husband was so, I was grateful. I had a really supportive husband, and even still, I wouldn't hand things off. I wouldn't ask. I wouldn't be like, I have this really big thing I need to think through and project I need to plan for. And I'm really hoping for it. A, what do you think of this project and goal that I have? B, how can you help me get to it? Could I have Saturday all day to just go hide and think? And like, that's part of that list making magic. List making magic is that like, you can sort of see in front of you these things and you can decide which ones can be delegated, which is like the corporate word for whatever just asking for help. Like, I think if I had really, really done that when I had little littles at home, it would have been so nice to just see, oh gosh, he wants to help me with this. Like, this is such an easy thing. Or that friend of mine wants to have, like, I could trade care on these certain days, like where my kid for two hours gets to play with their kid in my house, even I could be like, bring your kids to this like playroom that has a door that you can mess up. It doesn't even matter. You can ring and, and, and do that. And then I'll do it for two hours this other morning, your community and your, your people, your village around you in your house and outside of your house. And I also, I was really honest with my girls in the beginning. Like they knew mommy had a business from the get go and they knew those sort of boundaries from an early age. And, um, that didn't, the boundary wasn't that they couldn't come in when I was doing work. The boundary was that like, I needed to focus so you can come in to my office and you can do these things. This is your basket. These are your things. Or when I'm shipping stuff, let's have a dance party and like loud music is on because it's loud anyway with the tape. And so like, let's make this, let's have help there too. Like there's help literally everywhere that I wish I had really, really leaned into and that I do more now that I didn't back then. Yeah, I definitely think I'm better at asking moms to step in when I feel like I cannot be all the places, you know, with I have my my husband travels more now. And so even as of today, I have two moms helping me out with two kids and the other two I made drive to school because I'm like, yeah, I cannot. I I have a thing all afternoon. I have a work thing and I can't. Honestly, Heather, what a good thing to show them that we lean on other people. Yeah, and, and they're like, thrilled. That, like, like they couldn't be more happy yeah. to be with their oh, friends. And yeah. I'm just really thankful. And do you feel that thing though, like tit for tat, like you were saying, like I'll watch your kids. I mean, there is like a, I need to make sure I then also 
step in and help. I feel that some ways. I think I feel that less as they get older. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think when they were really little, I did feel that because I did know it is a lot of work. Like it's not, I think now as they get older, they, it's kind of, they go off and do their own imaginary play. My eight year old and then my tween or preteen at this point, she really is. She's 11. I'm like, when did we switch Uh from tween uh to uh preteen? But we did. Yeah. We definitely have. Um, And uh, I'm, I know that it's, it's like so easy. Like it's just an easy help, but I do, I try to help like it's not tip for tap, but I do try to like keep in mind like, oh, let me help you drive your kid home too. I don't like keep score. That's never good in any relationship, right? No. My husband and I always from the beginning, we're like, don't bean count. Don't bean. Don't count who does what. Yeah. You know, don't bean count. Okay. What, <laughs> lastly, before we have to go, what tips do you have for someone like me who's a little more neurodivergent and can get distracted. I mean, I heard is is the tip to write it down or is it like is there more? <laughs> so I know Heather, you've said what's coming up is hard. You yeah, I have a hard time with what's vision. Up, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, with vision. Mm-hmm. So I think I do think writing it down for any is like a huge thing. Like it just there's science behind it. It commits it to your brain. Like wherever you write it down, but I think um, that there are systems available out there. I know I made mine on my planner on purpose for that mm. um, because I needed that. You know, every format we have is for the person whose brain just works a little bit different, you know, which I think is a lot of us these days because we have so much input coming in these days that I think a lot of us have a toe in to feeling this way and needing. So I think having your system whatever works for you, but, um, reminding yourself sort of daily, even if you have a sticky note on your mirror where you brush your teeth, check in with my system because believe it or not, just buying it on the internet is not going to do it. You know what I mean? Just hearing from a friend and being like, wow, that's a great system or pinning it on Pinterest or saving the reel that told you the thing. It's not going to do it for you. So you really do have to actually do the things. And I think just give yourself like a lot of people habit track and sort of give yourself like a star. If you have to like go back to the like <laughs> origin of motivation was like getting a gold star, right? So giving yourself a star each day that you checked in with whatever, it, if it was your planner, if it was your Google calendar, if it was your sticky note board or your or a journal with a bunch of sticky notes in it, if that was what it was, just habit track that and, and kind of make it a habit. If you can, you know, like you open your Bible, you close it, and then you look at your planner and you spend the last five minutes of your coffee doing that while your kids are eating cereal or like watching their Curious George on the iPad, like whatever it is that needs to happen. Like that's part of your routine. I think people can resist routines and think they're sort of like, you know, in line and that's no fun. That's too in the box. And I'm more of a free spirit, but I really think there is so much freedom if you have a routine and even if it's an itty bitty one on the bookends of your day and just remember that, like, just tell yourself that there's so much freedom in a routine. There's so much freedom in managing my time or time blocking all of these things that people I think have branded to be sort of uptight are not uptight. They're really, they're, they're lovely. They're peace giving to me. And I think a lot more people. And I think moms who are in seasons when I've worked outside the home, and been had kids at home, I 
have to keep a tight schedule and I have to. And I think where I have struggled more is when I didn't have to and I didn't have to keep a schedule and I felt like I misused my time a lot as far as like because there wasn't firm structure. And I know that some moms, they're in that season and that can feel a little bit like, I don't know, a doing? little challenging. Yeah. This well, is chaos. This is a chaos. Like my whole day my is whole day cloudy. was a waste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely. So I think adding some of that structure back in, giving them permission that maybe you aren't getting a paycheck, but you are doing important work. And to value that, I saw a dad even saying like he'd moved to a stay-at-home dad role and he's like, let's get off of this like asking stay-at-home parents, what do you do? what's your job and them having to say well I just stay home it's like he says this job (laughs) is requiring a lot of organization and a lot of structure and a lot of time and a lot of energy and we need to recognize that yes you're like I always say like COO of your house like your chief or like you're you're the operating officer of the house yeah you're the operating officer officer of your house Mm -hmm. and that is a c-suite position yeah like that is no joke yeah. And the house would not operate if you didn't do that. Yeah. And to um, recognize, it wouldn't. write all those things down so you don't feel so cloudy. Put them a structure. Yeah, so you don't feel so cloudy and chaos. And then you can sort of make, you know, you take that cloud, you put it down and sort of when you write it, it's like raindrops. You could sort of see it. And then you like make your buckets, you know, like then you sort of can organize it in a way that feels not pressure, that feels hopeful mm-hmm. and organized and you know, you hold it with loose hands, especially with the little ones, but you're given just this like, oh, this makes sense now. I can, I think I can do this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, y'all need to check out Lolly's planner for sure. And I'm going to put a plug in. I was just thinking this for me being the future challenged person. Could we create a planner that shows half of one month and half of the next month? Like it could be like the last two weeks of December and the first two weeks of January, like on a that page. That would be crazy. Because that's where that I get. That would be cool. I mean, it yeah. would almost have to be like, I don't know. You'd have to doubly write it, I guess. But I just need well, to see Well, you know what all. I do, Heather? What? I put that on a sticky note on my month. I say coming up the first two weeks of, of the next month. December. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Especially if it's like big stuff I need to Buy stuff for yeah, or prep because it or always like throws buy me off. Yeah, dress shoes for one of your kids for. I had that last night. Thank goodness she wears my size. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the new month, too. yeah, it throws yeah. me off. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, I sort of feel like I sound like a broken record, but that's another list mm. that is sort of like a oh coming up. These are the things coming up, um, and even if it's in your planner for the next month already. It's not against the rules to just put it also, you know, nobody's going to give you, nobody's no going to take your gold star away. Yeah. She said, no one's watching. Pinterest there. isn't watching. Yeah. That's right. They're not watching, you know? Well, y'all go <laughs> check out laureldenise.com. Go see all the stickers and go watch all her funny videos and- All the things. We do have fun. You have so much My fun. Accents. I'm so jealous. It's such a <laughs> good time. Your Minnesota one reminded me Minis- of Ballpoint Pen. Ballpoint Pen. Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, he has, he, he talks with us. <laughs> Y'all, if you don't know what we're talking about, you're going to have to go – you're going to have to go watch. You're going to have to go watch. Watch it. All right. It's pretty fun. Thank you. Have a good Thank Christmas. Thank you, Heather. Merry so Christmas. Fun. Merry Christmas. Right. Happy New Year. Thanks. I know y'all spend time with me and you know that I'm big on – 
taking things to God, listening for his direction. And I know for me personally, this time of year, that is really challenging. So if you can put in your calendar and make an appointment for 30 minutes, maybe it's while kids are at school, maybe it's after you put them in bed, maybe it's over the weekend, just 30 minutes to ask God questions, questions about God. What big rocks, what things do you want us to do this holiday season? And what am I adding that I just feel like I should? And it's not a requirement. No one's forcing me to do it. Um, Then also ask what is his and what is mine? I mean, what can you hand over to him that you're spending a lot of mental energy worrying about or trying to solve for and the peace would come in surrendering it to him? Where do you need help? Where do you need a system? I know for me, sometimes I just keep operating in the same dysfunction and I never stop to think, how could I make this a little more seamless? Like how could I create automatic purchasing of our cat food instead of dragging this giant bag home from the grocery? I mean, that's a silly example, but do you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes we just keep doing the thing and we don't realize, oh, there's a system here I could put in place. And maybe you have a friend who's really great at systems and organization that you could vulnerably invite into your planning process. Um, These are just some ideas. I'm not trying to add to your to-do list. I'm trying to release the burden of the mental load, but also just help streamline as you walk into 2024. All right, I'm going to pray over us. Lord, you have given us bodies in this time, in these places for your good. And I pray that we would have margin in our minds and in our hearts to be present with those who are hurting, to hold space and not advise without being asked, but that part of this unloading is to be available, is to make space for you, is to uh, be present because this world is hurting and moms are hurting and overwhelmed and and I feel shrinking back and not sharing. And so I pray, Lord, that we would set aside or I would set aside distractions that I would choose time with you and you would help clarify what is mine and what is yours and what is my part and what is your part. And you would help me see what I need to see and know what I need to know and that I could rest in your provision and your sovereignty, even in the hardest things. I pray over each person listening their holiday season that they would feel your presence, Lord, that they would um, know you walk with them and that you walk before them and that you are in them. And Jesus' name, amen. Y'all, thanks for journeying with me this 2023. I mean, I'm about to get teary. It's been a big year. We had the Candace Cameron Beret podcast to start off. We had my book launch. It's just been a wild ride. We launched Sidetracked. Uh, and thank you for sticking with me. I'm just, anytime I meet someone who's like, yeah, listen to your show, I'm just in awe. Like, how did God allow me to be a part of this? So thank you for being a part of that. If you ever want to share an episode with a friend, I'm so blessed by that. So thank you for being uh, on my sales team, my marketers. You are helping other moms, not mom alone. And that is a worthy, worthy cause. So thank you so much. Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. See you next year. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Don't Mom Alone podcast. If you're wanting to connect with more people and more resources to help remind you that you're not alone, head over to don'tmomalone.com. 
That's where you'll also find show notes with any links mentioned by our guests. Most importantly, I want you to know the good news, the great news that you're not alone because God has promised to always be with you. With faith in Jesus Christ, the one who died for you and rose again, Jesus said when he left, he was going to leave a helper, a comforter to be with us. God in us. Moms, that's superpower. So while you're washing dishes at your kitchen sink, while you're driving to and from work, while you're feeding that baby late into the night, while you're cleaning sticky floors, God promises to be just as present with you as when you're worshiping in a church pew. As it says in Zephaniah 3:17, the Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He takes great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love and he will rejoice over you with singing. Now that's good news. Have a great day.